0: Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. All right, everybody, final hour.
1: Um, We told you earlier we were going to get Matt Snyder, CBS, Major League Baseball on the show. So we contacted him. The poor soul was standing in line at a paint store. And... And it was crowded, so he had to wait. But he was nice enough to get through the pink line and be on the show with us right now. Matt Snyder comes to us on the Draft House Fifty Hotline. Matt, good afternoon. Hey guys, how you doing? Uh, the question is of the day: What color were you buying? Oh, it's some kind of apparently weird third brown. I just I
2: couldn't remember anything. You know, <laughs> you know. Was this semi-glaze? I don't know. It happened like 10 years ago. So it, was, it took him like an hour to match it. So I, I thought I had plenty of time, and I was wrong.
1: That's great. Oh, man, we've all been there. Trust me on that. Uh, let's get into a little <laughs> baseball with you, and we'll start with the Cubs. Uh, last night, uh, Chicago puts Anthony Rizzo as the leadoff man, and what does he do? He pretends that he's Ricky Henderson, and he hits a jack uh, with his first at-bat uh what do you feel now for chicago
2: <laughs> I, it's hard because anytime you think okay now they're going to get it going they hit another rough patch i think ultimately the offense is probably going to be fine i don't know if they're going to stay in their current alignment but it's kind of funny i mean it wasn't just rizzo leadoff it was hayward cleanup mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> you know and and ian has probably ill suited for the for first or second at this but he's hitting second, then he hits the Grand Flame, which was set up by Rizzo, making like a leadoff man and working a deep count walk with the bases loaded. That set that up, by the way. Uh, the, the rally started with John Lester with a two-out two out base hit, so it was a weird night. But I, I think maybe, again, we've had several of these, but I think that might be one of those games that gets the offense going. You know, they start to get their confidence. A lot of different guys have a lot of reasons to be confident after that. you have seen signs from several guys who had been struggling to come around so maybe the offense will be okay. I'm pretty worried about the rotation, though. Lester ultimately will probably be okay. But Hendricks, his velocity has been three or four notches below where it was last year. And now he's not recovered. They thought he would only miss one start. Now it's going to be more than that. Don't think Eddie Butler really holds up long-term there. John Lackey looks awful, just awful. And if you look at his age and how much wear and tear in his arm, including the Tommy John surgery, he might well be cooked. Um, and then Arietta? Anytime it looks like he's strung the other three or four good innings, he kind of falls apart. Now, last game they said it's because it was due to a cut in his thumb, but he again is not throwing between starts because of that cut. So, how long is that going to linger? And he's still worried about his command. It looks like he just doesn't know where the ball's going, even when he's going well. So, I'd I'd be pretty worried about the rotation, the offense, bullpen, defense. Not so much.
3: It's such a weird team. I mean, we're we're, we're looking, is. we're searching for answers. We know Rizzo. We know Bryant. We, we know both of those guys are going to be fine. Ian Happ, great start. Inconsistent for a couple of weeks. He's been on fire since then, the, the back and forth. Schwarber still trying to find his way. Hayward out of the lineup again uh, coming up tonight. I saw that just came across. Uh, they're still searching, poking, prodding. We know the team has talent, but is this going to be a season-long try to figure out and then maybe Cubs fans come September say, hey, as long as we get in, we're going to be fine. <laughs> Or do you expect them to catch fire at some point and play good baseball then from there on out?
2: Uh, A few weeks ago, I would have said that that I think they're going to catch fire at some point. And in fact, I think I did in the power rankings. I said I think they're going to go on like a 30 game run where they win like 22. I don't know if I'm as confident now. There's just so much inconsistency in the offense outside Rizzo and Bryant. And even Bryant or Rizzo has a tendency to go through those three three week slumps that we've seen throughout his career. And uh, that rotation, I'm just not seeing a quick fix there. So I, I feel like they're gonna. I still think they're gonna win the Central, mm. but it's not gonna be because they're this juggernaut that runs away with it. It's gonna be because mm. nobody else in the division is good. Right. It, it, the Brewers, what we've seen recently, I think is what they're gonna be the rest of the way. I don't think the Cardinals should scare the Cubs at all. Obviously, the Reds shouldn't scare the Cubs at all. Pirates are intriguing to me. I still don't think they're very. go Off that, I own that from the testicular cancer, and suddenly Marte only has about 14 games left on his suspension. So the Pirates, if they stick around, they could make a second-half run. They might be the most intriguing team for me to to challenge the Cubs, and that sounds funny because we have kind of forgotten about them this year for a while.
1: Well, we forgot about them because they got off to such a terrible start, too.
2: Yeah, and and then Cole was lost and McCutcheon was lost and Marte was and Jung yeah. is still stuck in, in that Korea, so you just figured, all right, the wheels are falling off him. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting how how this is all of a sudden uh, playing out. Okay, when they get to the trading deadline, are the Cubs making a major deal, or are they just going to try to pick and choose a little bit?
2: I think they're going to try to make a major deal in the rotation, and it, it needs. They don't want a rental. You already look at Arietta and Lackey coming off the books after this year. So you're stuck already with just Lester, Hendricks, which is a good start, assuming Hendricks gets himself right, and then maybe Mike Montgomery. And then after that, you need another two. So they would prefer not to have to go fishing for huge money and free agency for two more names. So let's say you can go out and get somebody like Sonny Gray. Um, I know everybody likes to talk about Chris Archer, but the Rays are going to be in the race, and even if they weren't, it would take a ton to get Archer. So... Maybe you focus on somebody like Sonny Gray, who has a couple years left of team control, still pretty young. He's doing relatively well here after, you know, he had two rocky starts when he came back from his injury. But since then, he's been good, not great, but good. But, you know, you shift him over to the NL, and we've seen Chris Bosio work wonders with guys when they get to the Cubs. So Sonny Gray could be a, a very intriguing name there. That's somebody who I would kind of focus on if I were a Cubs fan.
3: Take me to the Cardinals. And this organization has been so good, so consistent throughout the years. But an aging roster, some good, bright moments, uh, guys that are starting to come up, middle infield looks good, even a guy like Jed Jerko that seems like he's been around the league forever, still only 28 years old. But you go through, if it continues down this path of inconsistency, they just lost seven in a row, they come back one four in a row after that, but it is inconsistent. Do you think there's a real chance that Mazzoliak and company would – look at a rebuild, or because the division has struggled, like we talked about this year, they're going to try to hang around in the race?
2: I don't think they would go full-on, like, Cubs level or Astros level or, or even what the Brewers did the past few years, that type of rebuild. Okay. But th- there's things you can do there. I mean, if you look at it, it would probably be really tough for them to do, but if Matt Carpenter can build off of last night's game, ended up closing and looking like he did, uh the past couple of years and you start to say he's only signed through 2019 he's a veteran he's 31 years old maybe that's somebody who can bring back very good value something like that and then maybe you end up with Piscotty at first base instead of the outfield and it gives you more roster flexibility something like that I, I could see them starting to say and again it wouldn't happen this July this is way too soon and they're not out of it yet but in the offseason those are the types of questions they would have to ask themselves is how close are we really here mm-hmm. because if you did do that or or maybe not even moving Piscati what if you believed in Jose Martinez at first base for for at least the short term there there's things that they can do there and if you say somebody like Matt Carpenter that's a big enough name that could probably bring back a decent haul
1: take me now to the American League and in the Central it's pretty much like the National League Central, bunch of teams. Just yeah, both all, are terrible. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're just all bunched together. But Trent's, yeah. but Trent's favorite team, the Minnesota Twins, are in first what? place, and they scored two touchdowns last night and kicked a field goal. Two field goals. Two field goals, you're right. <laughs> so with that, uh, what can, can Minnesota actually be for real when we get past the All-Star break? Sure.
2: Okay. If you, hang, if you hang around this long, then that shows that you've actually got something. I mean, it's not a big sample, but over 60 games. I mean, we're past the third of the season. That's that's banked already. And you already have a better record than everybody else in your division. Th- those wins aren't getting taken away. I know the run differential is bad, but we've been through this with the 2012 Orioles and the 2016 Rangers. So, you can play over that ceiling. Uh, now, there, there are obviously things that are going to have to get fixed, but they've got good pieces there. And... It, I mean, Barrios in the rotation has been very, very good after a terrible last year. But you, you look at Santiago and Hughes on the DL right now. If they come back and they can pitch like years past and not like this year, which I'm still dubious as to that happening, but it's always possible, then you start to have a, a reasonable rotation there. And they've pieced together a few guys in the bullpen who aren't terrible. You can always get bullpen arms at the deadline. And the offense has. Well, as we saw last night, it's a perfect time to talk about that great, great upside there. Yeah. So they could hang around. I mean, if you ask me who I think could win the division, I would say the Indians have had been thinking twice. But I don't know, when I look at the Tigers, White Sox, or Royals, that I'd be confident that any of those other teams could could, uh, pass the Twins. So I kind of think the Twins are going to be no worse than second place at this point.
3: Uh, Indians kind of like their uh, team they saw in the World Series, the Cubs, that we talked about, just waiting for all that talent to finally click, and it hasn't happened over there. Uh, The Twins, they do need still help, though, in the bullpen. And last night they were up 12-5 as I was watching the game, and I said to another one of my Twins friends, "Uh, I don't feel real confident right now because we've (laughs) seen this bullpen blow huge leads already this year. There is an ongoing conversation about do you look to break in a reliever that's going to give you 15, 20 innings the rest of the season. Matt, you know the vitality vitality of, of relief pitchers in general Does it make sense to go out and try to find maybe two or three cheap guys or or go after one high-level guy? If you're trying to fix that Twins bullpen, what makes the most sense?
2: Yeah, you notice how I try to nuance it instead of a few guys who aren't terrible instead of being mean. (laughs)
4: Uh,
2: I think that at this point in their build, toward winning. They're probably at least a year earlier than earlier than they thought they would be. You don't want to cough up a lot of big-time prospects and you saw how much it took for the Cubs to get a role with Chapman last year. The Twins are not in the position that the Cubs were in. Mm-hmm. I think you need to go for depth and look for two or three or even four cheaper type guys which Kinsler was at some point. Uh, I try to piece together a lot of the guys like that because bullpen as you said, Bolton pitchers are so volatile. Guys who have had a bad year could start to kind of get it locked in at the drop of a hat. Or maybe you, you bring somebody up from the minors, or maybe you throw somebody who had been in the rotation previously and say, we're going to try in the bullpen, but cut your arsenal down to two pitches, something like that. So for a team like the Twins in their situation, rather than go for an Andrew Miller or a Rollins Chapman and break their prospect bank, I, I think you need to look for three, four guys on the cheap and keep in that bullpen. So it's not just, okay, now we got our one big guy here, And in front of him, Kinsler in front of him, is a lot of question marks. No, now it's maybe we have four or five reliable but not necessarily lockdown guys and feel a lot more comfortable on a daily basis. Uh,
1: Take me to, are the Royals going to be sellers or will they? I think so. You you think so? I mean, we talked about the division. They're within five games of first place, but you still think that they're going to (sighs) sell?
2: I mean, that's predicated on them falling a little further back. Yeah, when you say they're five out right now they probably can't justify two years after a World Series title only being five games out selling. But I kind of think when we get a month from now, they're just not that good. And th- they should be eight, nine out. And keep in mind, Danny Duffy's hurt right now. Right. So maybe that makes it a little easier sell to their fans. Like, hey, the guy who's supposed to be our ace is hurt. What do you want us to do? You actually think we're going a- win to the- win the World Series that way or something like that. And they have guys that can go because if you look, Hosmer, Escobar, Moustakis, Kane are all free agents after this year. Jason Vargas has a 2.1 OERA, just screaming so high right now. Yes. He's a free agent after the year. Ian Kennedy has an opt-out after this year, but he's probably not taken. and He's awful, so I guess you have to take him out of the conversation. But Kelvin Herrera has a year left after this year, and then he's a free agent. If you look at just the third name out there, and it's already been out there rumor-wise. The Nationals lost Adam Eaton for the season, center fielder. They have... Just a dreadful issue in their bullpen. What about a Lorenzo Cain and Kelvin Herrera package to the Nationals who really need to win right now, and they have a deep stash of prospects? Something like that makes too much sense from the Royals' perspective. Mm.
3: Last one for me here, Matt. I'll let Jim finish up with you. Aaron Judge, uh, it's been so much fun to watch. Uh, Just the the huge power, the monster of a man that he is. But I posed the question to Jim this week. I have a concern that this is more flash in the pan as opposed to <laughs> the next superstar of baseball. Where are you there? We just and my reasoning is the guy's 6 foot 8. We don't see 6 foot 8 position players. There's got to be some point where people are going to be able to figure out where that hole in the swing is cuz at 6 8 you got to figure there's a hole somewhere, right?
2: What what but what if this is John Carlos Stanton who actually stays healthy oh, and hits God. for a high average wow. and has a good selective batting eye?
1: Wow.
3: Yeah,
2: <laughs> there's there's your upside, and that's what he's flashed so far this year. So I I, I mean here's the thing: three forty one average right now, leading the AL. Get out of here with that. That's coming down. Uh, I four forty eight on base. I, I'm still that's coming down. But the slugging ability that we're seeing that 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 is every bit of real because for him he doesn't have to get it all. When he gets it all, he hits it four ninety five and clears the bleachers at Yankee Stadium. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of room to play with there. He doesn't have to get it all for it to leave the yard. So he's going to hit 40-plus bombs, what, seven, eight years in his career, assuming he doesn't completely fall apart or suffer major injury. We're going to see that power for a long time. You just wonder about if the league starts making adjustments to him, the batting average coming down. Because then we've seen it happen before. A guy comes out, storms out of the gates, then the league makes adjustments to him, and it can go either one or two ways. Either he's a flash in the pan, or he's good enough that he adjusts back to those adjustments. And that's what we saw. If you remember, Chris Bryant two years ago went through a horrible slump in July. But then he adjusted back to the adjustments, and he's been great ever since. The superstar players are the guys who adjust back to those adjustments. And we'll see if Judge can do that. My hunch is he can't.
1: Uh, Take me then to another guy. He's on the West Coast. People around here probably don't know that much about him, but Bellinger is just on fire as well. What can you uh, perceive for him? Similar
2: situation. There's going to be an adjustment. At some point, somebody's going to see something and start pitching him differently, and he does have swing and miss tendencies. I mean, he was talking about 59 strikeouts in 45 games. So is that going to catch up on him? The only thing is, is he might not be playing nearly as far over his head in terms of batting average on base because he's only at two sixty one and three thirty five right now, and the power's real. I mean, he's a left hander. He's homer off Andrew Miller. Get out of here! Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. Yeah, unbelievable upside there. I, I, again, you're going to see a slump at some point, and it's gonna it's gonna come down to how does he respond to that slump. Uh, just to look at a teammate there, Jock Peterson was unbelievable in his first half. Yes, And ever since then, he's been kind of scuffling a little bit. I mean, he was better last year, but he's scuffling again this year. He was terrible in the second half in, in 2015. So it's going to be interesting to see how both Bellinger and Judge react to when the, the the reactions of the league. So I'm looking forward to it. I like seeing how they adjust to the adjustments.
3: Matt Snyder, CBSSports.com. Matt, you uh, buying a piece of ivy from Wrigley. We know you're a Cubs fan. Nah, I'm probably not to that. <laughs> uh, You're a good, man. My, my wife I asked if she like could the buy one last. And everything
2: night. on the walls, but to kind of like getting the dirt from the stadium—that's that, mm. not really my thing. But hey, to each his own. I don't have a problem with somebody there else
3: doing it.
1: Thanks, Matt. It's always good. Now get home and start painting. All right, have good on guys. <laughs> See you, buddy. There you go, Matt Snyder, CBS Major League Baseball, right here on the Draft House 50 Hotline, Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Uh, I have a little bit of news. You do? Yeah, but I'm going to save it till our next uh, break here. Uh, a little boxing possibility.
3: Boxing? Yes. Possibility. Yes. You know how to hit the hot topics, Jim. That, that's In, me, man. In I'm on fire. 2017
1: boxing. I'm on fire. Jimmy TC, it's the Big Talker, 1700. The Big Games
0: play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports, 1700 KBGG. Want to feel like a total boss? Then switch to the best deal in America, Total Wireless. With Total Wireless, you get America's largest, most dependable network, plus 5 gigs of high-speed data and unlimited talk and text for only $35 a month. Whoa, how did you get all that? Oh, that's right. You're totally a total boss. And you never sign a contract. Total Wireless. Total Confidence. Available at Walmart. Always refer to the latest terms and conditions of service at TotalWireless.com. Worry less with Liberty Mutual Insurance. Oh, I'd be a nervous wreck if my daughter just got her license. You know, Liberty Mutual actually helped me relax a little bit. Liberty did what? Yeah, with roadside assistance. Liberty Mutual is there to make sure she won't get stranded. Don't know what I'd do without it. Sounds better than the alternative. Which is... Keeping her home until she's 30. (laughs) Visit us online to get a quote. You can leave worry behind when Liberty stands with you. Liberty Mutual Insurance. Optional 24-hour roadside assistance coverage. Coverage is underwritten by Liberty Mutual Insurance Company. You'll remember the times you eat at Sam and Gabe's. Why, you ask? Because each meal is prepared and crafted with the finest ingredients by Sam and Gabe's
2: experienced chefs, well-known in central Iowa for steaks, handmade pasta dishes, specialty pizzas, and of course the incomparable Steak de Burgo. Join them in Urbandale for dinner, Sunday brunch, and live music, or dine with them for lunch or dinner in the East Village. Private
0: event rooms are also available. Reserve your table at SamandGabes.com. You'll remember
3: the times you eat at Sam and Games. guys don't really talk about antiperspirant despite that 91 percent of dove men plus care users recommend it here's what they said
2: it blocks the you know perspiration i think is the fancy word it's comfortable
3: uh <laughs> it smells nice my girl likes the smell well, it's, it, I, I don't, uh, it's hard i think it's quite masculine uh, my underarms aren't the worst thing at the gym. It's kind of like the Hoover Dam from my armpits, I guess. Dove Men Plus Care Antiperspirant. Tough on sweat, not on skin. Looking for more energy efficiency at home? The Home Depot's lighting the way. With aisles of next-generation LED
0: bulbs, lights, fixtures, and ceiling fans. Take the new Holly Spring ceiling fan
5: with three LED bulbs that can last for more than 10 years. It's only $79.97. See? You're already saving. Switch to more energy-efficient LED lighting, fixtures, and ceiling fans only at The Home Depot. More safe. More doing. U.S. only.
0: Jim Brunson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on seventeen hundred K B G G, live from the Wolf Construction Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent.
1: All right, everybody, we continue to roll on here until we go to the uh, top of the hour at three o'clock. I referenced the uh, possibility of a uh, mega fight in boxing. Well. The Nevada State Boxing Commission, or the Athletic Commission in the state of Nevada, has now approved an August 26th date for Mayweather Promotions to hold an event at the MGM Grand Arena. Okay. What's which, that mean? Which means, essentially, that the Mayweather-Conor McGregor fight most likely will be staged on that date. When was it? August 26th.
3: August 26th.
1: Yes. Hm. Conor McGregor and Floyd Money Mayweather. Yeah. On that date. Yeah. Reminds me a little bit of Muhammad Ali going to Japan and fighting then top wrestler Antonio Anoki. Okay. Yes. I'll take your word for it. Yes, me. it was a joke.
3: But on a scale of 1 it to It made 100. huge money. Yes. With 100 me being head over heels doing somersaults excited, uh huh. I'm at a one.
1: Okay, I don't
3: care, <laughs> but it will generate huge
1: dollars for us. Well, I wish. Oh, a monster pay per view audience for us. I wish I don't care. I- <laughs> <It's-> <laughs> I'm just saying, it looks like Mayweather McGregor finally will go down. Yeah,
3: it sounds dumb. Okay. Let's get out to the phone lines. You can join us here. 515-264-1700. We got Jeff on the line with us today. Jeff, what's going on?
4: Jimmy B, how I love you. Hey, I wanted to talk about some NBA real quick. I I finally realized it's not as good as I thought it was, but um, I just wanted to talk. I'm a a big-time Cavalier fan, and uh, they just got stomped. And I thought I didn't like the Warriors, but I realized that I just can't stand Stephen Curry. I, I just can't stand him. But I was uh, just thinking about Kevin Durant with, in this last offseason. You know, he only had one choice if he wanted to beat LeBron James, mm-hmm. and that was to go to the Golden State Warriors. And he went to the Warriors. He, he played superior, even better than when he did in Oklahoma City. And he made the other Warriors better. And he made the perfect decision, and there, there's nothing There's nothing that he did that was cheap about going to Golden State, and uh, he's uh, fantastic, just like Jimmy B. And <laughs> okay. I, I, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but, you know, I love you, Trent, too, but Jimmy B just whacked out. You know what I'm saying? Uh, there's no <laughs> doubt about that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, you, hey, you guys have a great day. Thank you, Jeff. Thank, thank yeah. you. Uh, he's
1: probably hammered. He just... Um, let me just let me just say where he said he made the perfect decision. For him. For him he made the perfect decision. Not for the NBA or other NBA teams, but for Kevin Durant. He went from well, if I can't beat him, I'm gonna join him. And look, for him, I'm good with it because it's just what Jeff said. Yeah. He played great, was a star. He and he and LeBron put on a
3: spectacular show. Every game, you said yesterday that you felt without Durant that Cleveland wins that series. I believe
1: Cleveland would have beaten them again. Yes, they would have without
3: Durant just would have went resigned Harrison Barnes, and Durant never would have been a possibility. You feel, and when you first said that, I was a little apprehensive to agree with you. The more I thought about it, I think I agree. I thought about it again last night, yeah, and I said, I think Jim's on to something, yeah. At the very least, it would have been a much closer series. You would, you, that's 30 points a
1: game that Durant he gave them.
3: 30 points ridiculous. a game. And you can Harrison see Barnes isn't giving them 30 points every game. The joy that he was playing with. Yes. And, and, though I have been very negative against his decision, and right. it's his decision, yes. that is selfishly for me as a fan. For a fan of sport, of basketball, I want to see the competition across the league. I want to see four, five, six teams that have an opportunity to win a title, not one One and a half. That's what we have today. That's selfishly for me. He made a selfish decision as well, but it's his decision. Mm -hmm. I have no influence. No, you're not. I can be mad about it. I can cry and complain. But in the end, it doesn't matter one iota, what I think, what you think, Mm -hmm. what really the fan base thinks. The collective bargaining agreement made this a possibility. Correct. The CBA is what set up these super teams. And if people don't like it, and what I said yesterday, if the owners don't like it, and the owner of the Milwaukee Bucks and the Toronto Raptors and everybody else looks around and says, well, this is dumb. Mm-hmm. We have no chance to ever win in this current structure. Right. Then it will be changed. Until then, we have to live with it. And the fans still are watching. Oh, which yeah. I, I'm, I'm so surprised by it. I knew it was going to get good numbers. But with the blowouts that we it saw got in monster all the games, numbers. Monster numbers. People love super teams. And you know what? I was right there with him. Yep. I was watching every night. Oh, yeah. I was watching every night, locked and loaded. Okay,
1: uh, Jeff, right? Thanks for the call, Jeff.
3: Thanks a lot for the call, Jeff. Good stuff out of him. Coming up, going to put a cap on things, talking with our old friend J.P. Richardson. Yes. He's an umpire here in Central Iowa. Also does collegiate baseball. And uh, a change this year in high school baseball, the pitch count. Hmm. A little bit different. Chance to talk with J.P. We'll get his thoughts on that, how it's impacted the game. Some possibility of some changes we're going to see at the high school level. That comes up on the other side here. It's Jimmy P and TC talking baseball next on the Big Talker 1700.
0: 1700 KBGG is the Big Talker in Des Moines with Jimmy P and TC. Noon to 3, sports talk that rocks. 1700
3: KBGG. Trust, quality, value. Just some of the words that have been used by Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single-family and multi-family homes, tear-offs, specialty roofing, and gutters. Wolf Construction has grown into a roofing machine that installs and re-roofs nearly two million square feet of roofing each year. Wolf Construction has been given the Super Service Award from Angie's List and is accredited with the Better Business Bureau. Call them today for your free Estimate Wolf Construction Roofing 515 216 3643. That's 515 216 3643. And online wolfconstruction.net. Get to JCPenney's biggest sale of the season. Now through Sunday, get up to 50% off throughout the store. Treat Dad to some great gifts and save on select spotlight deals, like St. John's Bay polos for just $9, cool shorts for just $12, and complete his new look with stylish canvas shoes for only $19.99. Plus, save $10 when you spend $25 or more with your coupon on select items. Hurry, sale ends Sunday. That's getting your pennies worth. JCPenney. Coupon ballots is 14 to 618. Some exclusions apply. See store or JCP.com for details. See them referred to 515 to 618. By the time that we got up there, his room was filled with smoke. The wind had blown and drifted the snow up against the side of my house, blocking the exhaust from my furnace. I heard the smoke alarm going off in my friend's apartment. Without... The get a smoke alarm. My son would not be here today. Had it not been for that carbon monoxide detector,
0: they would come to school and not have their teacher there. I grabbed my fire extinguisher and put out
2: the fire. Kida makes technology that saves lives.
0: Get these essential products at Menards. 1700 KBGG is the Big Talker in Des Moines with Dave Ramsey talking about your money
6: and your life. This is a show where we take more calls than any other talk show in North America. The reason is is we talk about you right in front of you every day. So thanks for being here.
0: The Dave Ramsey Show on the Big Talker. 1700 KBGG. Count it down. Let's hear a great debt-free scream. Uh, Three, two, one. I'm debt-free! Yeah!
6: You soon.
3: Hey it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House Fifty on Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House Fifty has forty-seven
1: big-screen TVs for great viewing of any game—football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis—you name it. Hey, the Draft House Fifty can get it—even cricket. Draft House Fifty has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and
3: so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at ten a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House Fifty. A place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines.
0: Back to the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction
3: Roofing. It's Jimmy B and TC. All right, welcome back here, back in studio with our man J.P. Richardson. a, A guy's voice that you've heard in many different capacities throughout the years. J.P.'s called in. After a late night of umpiring to talk more high school baseball with me way back in the day, <laughs> we've talked a lot of things. JP, good to have you on again.
5: Yeah, what's up, buddy? I, I, I had a busy spring, and I, by the way, I enjoy your Snapchats of uh, you and your family. <laughs> thank it you, thank b- you. It brightens my day every time they come across. and I, I like Snapchats. Uh, my daughter and I got into that, and we're having a streak going. She gets angry when I forget to send one, Uh-huh. but... uh you know, it's kind of good with a with a guy with an attention deficit disorder. I can see seven seconds of somebody's life. You know, it's perfect, so right? it's perfect, right? It Works
3: yep. out very well. Yep. So. That's our uh, that's our society as a whole anymore. You see, I guess. that's so important anymore <laughs> to the youngsters because well, that's about all you
5: get. That's how, that's how I stay in touch with my youngest daughter anyway. Yep. So kind of fun.
3: Yeah, it is. Yeah. It go back and forth. Well, see, you're you're a guy that understands the new things that are out there, but you're also an old school guy. Yep. And, uh, well, the national pastime, baseball. Yeah. Baseball, you've umpired for a number of years. Uh, yep. You get to see Central Iowa, the best of the best. I love high school baseball. I uh, do, too. And, in general, you know my love of high school sports. It's something that I still think has such an important role here in the community. Right. What it can build, those kind of things. And uh, high school baseball is something that that I jumped into, oh, five, six years back. And I and, uh, haven't called any games this year, but... I still go out there, live right next to Valley High School, stopped on down the other day watched some some baseball there. But it's a different year this year in high school baseball here in our state and across the country. Yeah, it's countrywide. Pitch limits.
5: Yeah. They used to uh, do inning counts, Mm -hmm. and now they've gone to pitch counts. So uh, there is a limit now, and I think you printed it off for us, didn't you?
3: Yeah, yeah.
5: So let's go over this real quick so so the listening audience knows what we're going to talk about for a couple minutes afterwards. Yeah. Um, When a pitcher reaches 110 pitches, he cannot pitch to another batter. He can finish that batter. Mm -hmm. So when he reaches 110 pitches in a game, finishes that batter, and then he's done.
3: Start right there. You like that 110, does that seem like a a good, solid number? They play seven innings of high school baseball, so it's not a nine-inning game. Right. 110, does that seem... About right to you?
5: Well, here's the thing. As a player, when I was in high school back in the 80s, I didn't count pitches. Yeah, yeah. We just, we worked through it. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were in a good communication with our coaches, right? Yep. And if you were wearing down, and a good coach is going to know when you're wearing down. So I I don't, uh, one of the lucky things about being an umpire is we were told, don't worry about the pinch, pitch count. So I don't really worry about it. Um, it's probably a good number. I'm sure the science behind it and the debates that they had in Indianapolis at the National Federation of High School, you know, office, Mm -hmm. it's probably the number that is the best one. Yeah. Does that, it's kind of a political answer I gave you, but I don't care about it because I'm an umpire, Mm -hmm. but it sounds like it's a good number. How about you as a fan?
3: It it seems like it makes sense. You know, Mm -hmm. it's a number that makes a lot of sense. You're, you're not. You're not getting at a low number there where you're talking like 80, mm-hmm. 85 pitches, something like that. I think it makes sense there. You get much hun- – the problem, at least to me, just overall with pitch count. Right. And I do believe it's better than innings because, well, you know, innings, I mean, there's, you can have a 50, 60 pitch inning. You, you get, could, get around. and I've seen it. it. It happens. It absolutely happens. Especially so, if they're
5: going up high in that count and yep, everything. Yep. Yeah, so. a lot
3: of foul balls, whatever mm-hmm, it may be. Yep. You can see those pitch counts just for an inning go up there, and then you can have an inning where you get a couple ground balls and you're out of there four or five pitches. Right. And that's the other side of it. So it does make more sense. But what I've heard and what I've seen throughout the years is what impacts, I think, pitchers more in the taxing of the arm is the high leverage spots. Yeah. Pitching with two on, one out, bases loaded. You know, trying to get a, induce a double play, trying to get a strikeout because there's a runner on third and less than two outs. You know, Those kind of things, and it's incredibly difficult. You really can't quantify that. Right. So you have to go to this part, but there is still a difference just between, well, this minute, you get past this pitch count, it's bad. A guy could cruise through 110 pitches right. pretty easily and still be good, where another kid might throw 80 pitches, but they're all in high-leverage situations, and he's taxed. And he's gassed. So... Yep. There's that dichotomy there, but this, I think, is the best system that you can come up with.
5: You know, I, uh, I see both sides of the story. So I'm sure there's some rogue coaches out there that have blown some kids' arms. Mm-hmm. But that's like if you have one in the whole state of Iowa, you know, deal with that one.
3: Yeah, yeah.
5: You know, don't change every law because of one bad apple.
3: You've been calling games. For, have you ever had a moment in your umpiring career? where you said, that kid's going to blow his arm out. That coach is going to ruin that kid. Has that moment ever happened to you?
5: Luckily, with the Iowa sports that I've been involved with, the the Iowa leagues, Mm -hmm. so CIML, you know, Heartland, uh, all the different ones, the smaller schools, the bigger schools, because, you know, Dean and I do 4A down to 1A. We open up our schedule. And whoever grabs us first, we put that date in. Because we like the small schools, too. Yeah. But uh, every coach that I have met and worked with on the field here in central Iowa, high regard and respect for safety of the of the athlete. Mm-hmm. High regard and respect, whether it's 1A school to a 4A school. And um, even the few coaches that have filled in because, you know, I'm not going to name schools, but there's a couple of schools out there that don't have a great baseball program, but mm-hmm. they're a math teacher or something. They're still a baseball person. Yeah. And their caring heart for the student also transposes over to the baseball field. Mm-hmm. So I've never run into that. Now, has there been some probably in other towns and parts of the country? I bet. Yeah. You watch YouTube videos of aggressiveness of coaching and parents Just in youth sports in general, including high school and below, it's pretty awful out there. So you're going to get some guy that, or gal, but some guy that's coaching that is so dead set on the win and for the trophy on his mantle, he doesn't care about the kid's arm. So I I agree on one side with the pitch count. Yeah. But I disagree on the other. So can I give you an example why I disagree?
3: This is where we get J.P. into the law of unintended consequences. Right. Where all right, makes sense. Coaches have now this baseline mm-hmm. that they can measure much easier than just innings. Right. You have that part of it. Then you got, all right, the kids. You, mm-hmm. Hopefully we're going to keep kids healthier. We're not going to have Tommy John surgeries for, for kids 15, 16 years older. Right. The number decreases. It's still going to happen, but sure. it's going to go down. These kind of things. But, and here's the but, JP. <laughs> well,
5: Now, now here's what I also want to tell you before we end this conversation. So I'm going to swing over to the reasons that I don't like it and disagree, mm-hmm. but then I'm going to swing over, back over to the reasons why I do like it and okay. agree. Is that okay? Cause yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, You know, we, we've had a uh, a crazy political season where people, so, you know, if you want to call me the Mitt Romney flip-flop, I, this is it, because I see both sides of the story because yeah. I'm so knee-deep in it. So here's the bad side right now, especially in the first year of this pitch count. Uh, one of my favorite things to umpire the last about five to eight years, well, six to eight years... Is the Dowling Catholic tournament great tournament? We call it the uh, Bishops' Rights <laughs> Ball Games, yeah. the Bishops' Bragging Rights Ball Games. Yeah. So the you know every Catholic school from around the state comes down to Dowling and they mm-hmm. take three fields. And uh, they have this round robin tournament, and You've been it's, down there
3: for that great oh, event. Oh,
5: it's great! And then you so you have a two A school playing a four A school, and, yep. and but but there there's good competition there. You
3: got New, Newman going up against Dowling. Yeah, got, how cool is that? You got Heelan against Assumption. You yeah. talk about some high level baseball too. Yeah, we're talking some big time programs.
5: It's great, and then what's also great for us umpires. That don't get over to Council Bluffs, mm-hmm. we get to see St. Albert's. Yeah. We don't get up to Mason City, we do get to see Newman. We don't get over to Cedar Rapids, we get to see – or um, Iowa City, we get to see Regina. Yep. So I, I love that too. And it's neat because then you get to see some other coaching, get to see some other players. But mm-hmm. it is. Saturday, three varsity games, 85 runs. 85 runs in three
3: games? In three games. In three games.
5: Not 85 pitches. For one pitcher, eighty five runs. One of the games was thirty one to seventeen. That there is a football score. Yes. So twenty
3: seven runs
5: per game. Yeah, was the average. Per game. Per game. On a hot, dusty we were playing at East. Yeah. And East's infield is very dusty. It was a it was a long day. It was a long day. And and rightly so, because guess what? Monday night is a conference game.
3: Absolutely. Got your conference doubleheader. You want to keep your one, two ready, yep. plus probably your top-end bullpen, guys.
5: Exactly. So you hear a guy run into the mound saying, I haven't pitched since seventh grade. <laughs> <laughs> I had that happen. Right. I hadn't pitched since
3: Legion Ball, and we started running out of pitchers. We had a couple of injuries. We had to go. And they said, Trent, we need your arm. <laughs> I didn't remember how to go out of the stretch.
5: Uh, uh, it's crazy, isn't it? Now,
3: so- now this is expounded. Because this is happening across – this isn't just small schools like me at Osage. Right. This is happening across the state at Dowling Catholic, at Johnston. Right. Places that year after year have a lot of depth in their staff, but now you're looking at a different kind of depth that you need to build.
5: Right. And and, and I'm going to come back to that side because I talked with a great coach who gave me another perspective mm-hmm. instead of just whining and whining. Right, right. It was very good. But let me finish up on this point on the on – the, uh, the other thing that could be damaging with the pitch count is those Saturday tournaments that have been a um, a tradition. Newman, the mm-hmm. coach told me from up at Newman said our Saturday tournament has already disappeared because everybody called in and said we just don't want to come into it anymore.
3: My favorite event of the summer, and I'll be over there watching games uh, coming up next weekend is the Brent Prongy Classic, and you know the Prongy name. I, we love the Prongy the, name. The importance of what that is, Central Iowa. It is. For anybody that's a baseball fan, if you haven't been out to a high school game in years, find a site. They're all across the metro Come right. up next weekend. Go out and watch some baseball; it's a lot of fun. But because it's in jeopardy, things, absolutely,
5: it's in jeopardy because it's a non-conference game. Mm-hmm. Um, your smaller schools are already dropping some of their non-conference games. Yeah, you know, back in the day when Martinsdale St. Mary's was making that run for the for the most wins in the, yep. in the country, um, I thought it was really great that. They stopped, but they weren't afraid to play anybody because mm-hmm. the night that they, their streak ended was they lost 4-2 to two or 3-2 to two to East. East. East came down to them. Colby Carmichael, right? Right.
3: Pitching for East in that game.
5: Right. And, and, and I like the point system. If a 1A beats a 4A, they get four points towards, towards tournament time. Yeah. Kind of neat. Yeah. Well, those are going to start going away, too. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the sad part if they continue this, which for safety, great. Mm-hmm. For logistics, not so great. Yeah. Now, let's go back to what Eric Anderson from Woodward Granger said.
3: And, and this is the part that I love, because yep. this is something that I always want to do. I complain about things here on the radio. Sure, yeah. we all do, don't we? <laughs> People... I've been
5: married 25 years. Yeah, we... we, we complain. complain.
3: Solutions. I, I was... Yes. Complaining yesterday about Iowa's non-conference basketball schedule. Sure. And I get on that diatribe all the time because it annoys me. They schedule their bye games. They play the worst of the worst, and it hurts their non-conference right. RBI. But then I came up with a solution. Teams that make sense, teams that wouldn't cost very much for those right. buy games, come up with a solution. So you got a solution here, and Coach Anderson has a solution. It makes sense. Instead of coaches across the high school level complaining about this and umpires, and umpires.
5: I mean, I'm, I, I, yep. some of the best yep. complainers are umpires. Okay, <laughs> let's so.
3: come up. What, what did Coach Anderson tell you about a solution?
5: So he was there because his uh, partner in peak performance is uh, was there from St. Alberts. And um, I, I was telling him, oh, this pitch count. And he goes, you know what? We can either just sit around and complain about it. Or which c- will be happening. Which is a, it is. Yeah, yeah. Or he goes, or we can dig deep and develop some more pitchers. Because mm-hmm. find the kids in your program in 8th, ninth, and 10th grade. Right. That can come out and pitch 25 to 40 pitches yes. strong mm-hmm. and in that middle relief.
3: It's easy to find... Hey, look at this kid. He's in ninth grade, and he throws 78, and he'll develop, and he's probably going to be a kid that throws low 80s. We can all find those. Yes. Even me, I can find those kids. Right. But it's about, you know, this kid doesn't throw real hard, but you know what? When they're screwing around out there, he actually has a really good curveball. Yeah. And let's see if we can Bring him in develop. for 12 pitches. Yes.
5: Bring him in for if, 20 if pitches. Can fool,
3: if he can fool the back half of an order. Right. And this kid doesn't even throw 60, but you know what? We think we can fool their 6, 7, 8, 9 hitters.
5: And he even went a little bit further and said all right, now instead of concentrating on your one and your two and knowing that that's going to be maybe a win
3: mm-hmm.
5: or the, your best chance to win, now you can develop your three and your four. Mm-hmm. And maybe there's a bullpen guy that's now going to become up to middle relief. Yep. And he goes... You dig deep and then stop thinking about just today. This is so powerful because he's looking me dead in the eye. Yeah. And I like his, he, he is so good with his kids. He's he's so confident. There's a difference between cockiness yeah, yeah. and confident. And he just said, and you develop this. And now what we've got is maybe next year and the year after we've got some runners. Now he's mm-hmm. doing well this year. He's what, 15 and 0 or yeah, 17 yeah, and 0. Good so start he, up there. He's, he's doing, doing a good job. Yeah. That ballpark's beautiful. So small town right outside of Des Moines. We should do, you know what, Trent, you yeah. and I should do a Friday night ball game up there that sometime be, in the future. Wouldn't that, that be fun?
3: That would be awesome. I haven't been up to Woodward Granger to a sporting event in years. Went up for a football game, oh, probably seven, eight years back. Right. It, well, so they're, their time. ball field's in Granger. Okay. So it's
5: right up 141 from the station. <laughs> yep. Um, Go see his game, one of his games this year. He's yeah. doing great. But, so that's that, that was where I totally flip-flopped. Yeah. I totally admitted that I'm complaining about it too, yeah. right? But I liked it. I like that when you look at the end there is a solution to it. Mm-hmm. So we can either it's probably going to be around for a while. Yes. At least 4 or 5 years. Mm-hmm.
3: There's going to be tweaks to it, but there will be. Here's the baseline. This is what it's going to be. But the coaches if, that are like
5: Eric Anderson mm-hmm. are going to develop four more good pitchers and then they're going to get that into a rotation that they're going to use this rule in their favor.
3: Yeah. And and then maybe we'll get to a point where these tournaments can come back because yes. the depth will be better by these people. And they look at some non-conference games and say, you know what, we do have a conference game coming up. We're not going to use our one or two, but we've developed three, four kids where if we get an inning, two innings out of each one of these, we could build a pretty good thing. They're not going to go through the lineup twice. We know and that. And not have
5: 85 runs in three games. Right. But Please. But,
3: but maybe we can scratch out against <laughs> a good team. We can scratch out a 7-5 win because we right. think these four or five kids can put together a full bowl and we get seven innings out of this group We can go up there. We're just gonna go up there and swing a little bit and see what we can do.
5: And the last thing I want to say is, you know, like that—that whether you scored thirty-one runs or you were the team that had thirty-one runs scored against you, it wasn't fun, right? And if anybody's really good there or has a scholarship they're thinking about, Mm -hmm. you know, that doesn't really pad your stats. I mean, it pads your stats, but it doesn't help your stats in true baseball. So, well, A, a,
3: a scout's not gonna go to a game when you're playing some overmatched team and say, "Oh." Wow, he see, can thump it. Yeah. John Swanda, they're not looking they're not looking at his games where he's playing some of the Metro schools that struggle. Right. They looked at the other part of it. I gotta ask you. I, I saw both him and Ben Norman, who played incredibly well for Iowa this year as a yep. freshman. You called a lot of their games. Yeah. And those two kids, I'll tell you, I just don't understand it. I mean, I thought they were both excellent CIML players, really good CIML players. But I thought Ben Norman would be a kid. Uh, maybe junior, senior, he'll play a little bit. He's out there as a freshman, yep. playing at a high level for the Hawks. He's doing great. Swanda, same thing. I'm like, boy, that kid's got some power. But third round? Yep. I've seen so much good baseball over the years. And then, can you help me out? What Swanda as a third rounder, I was just surprised by that. You've seen this kid a lot. What What do the scouts see in him that is what they project to be? A guy that's got a real shot of making a run here over the next four or five years of being a major league player.
5: Well, his work ethic in high school is unbelievable. Is it? And also, his respect. He's quiet. Mm-hmm. He he, uh, he wouldn't be complaining about the pitch count. He'd yeah. be finding the solution.
3: Yeah.
5: He's. I I just think his um his sportsmanship level was at a high high level. Mm-hmm. Never complained. If if I if I if I kick the can and miss one, next pitch. Yeah. You know, he never, ever, ever, ever thought of something, uh, something negative, mm-hmm. not negative, one negative bone in his body. Uh, reminds me a lot of Jeremy Hellickson's demeanor. Okay. Even when he's getting shelled, you don't, he's got the poker face, right? Right. So that's one of the reasons why Jeremy went so well too, is because he never let anything rattle him on the outside, maybe on the inside, but mm-hmm. you never, you never saw it. Yeah. So just play through it. He's, he's, it, it, it's neat to see somebody that you called balls and strikes at, in high school mm-hmm. go to that level. Yeah. It's fun. It's they fun.
3: It's really so. cool.
5: JP, uh, with that,
3: high school baseball, you got a busy, what, about a month. And state is a little earlier this year. The uh, calendar flips, so it's uh, it's like in the 20, 23rd to 28th, yeah. something like that. Yeah, yep. Yep. A little bit different this year. Yeah, Well, if
5: I don't get any state tournament, why don't we go sit down there together a couple cool. games and watch a few. Is that oh, okay? There, you up no for that? about that. You okay, know buddy. I love that. You All right. Well, listen, that. man. It's fun seeing you. I had a busy, busy, busy uh, spring. We'll talk about that another time. Yeah. But this is interesting. <laughs> I, I, I loved our de- debate and banner on this 110 pitch count or the pitch count for the National Federation of High School. I think it's a good thing, a bad thing, a good thing. Yeah. Does that make sense? It does. It, it does. It, it, it makes for good conversation, too. Absolutely.
3: So. It's been a busy uh, spring for you. You got uh, one of your boys joining the race. Oh, that my you goodness.
5: Uh, well, for, yeah. I, I uh, Last Friday, I got to see, um, two Fridays ago, I got to see my uh, son graduate from the same parade deck at Paris Island that I did 30 years ago. That's awesome. Then a month That's before that, I had a son get married to a wonderful gal. Samantha, and and then I had another son graduate high school, and then, of course, tumbling recitals with all the kids. Uh, I can breathe now. I I actually went to the baseball diamond to get a break. You know what I mean? I bet, I bet. Trent, I love talking with you, man. Let's do it again sometime soon. That sounds great. Is that cool?
3: Yeah, absolutely. J.P. Richardson, high school baseball umpire, joining us here. On the program. All right, that was JP. Good stuff out of him. Jimmy B, you jump back in studios. We put a cap on things. Uh, a fun show today. Yeah. We hit a lot of different things. Hawkeye talk with Rob Howe. We laughed at the uh, new ball commercial with Foot Locker. That's pretty good with it was, of Ball. It was, that was a lot of fun. So uh, tonight, NHL's over. Yeah. You're sad about that. I am. NBA's over. Yep. Do you know
1: tonight would have been Game 7 in the NHL? Oh, really? Yes, and instead... They're
3: having the big parade in Pittsburgh. They are. They're having the parade. You're a parade guy. I am. I not. like parades. You do like parades. Baseball. Any baseball tonight? Gonna to watch the Cubs. Do I have to? You don't have to do anything. Early start though. Six ten. Yeah. You want something right away. I'll six. have it on for a little while. Sure. Can watch my twins at all. See if they can put a twenty spot up if again. If I put another twenty spot up, I'll be dialed in. <laughs> all right. That was pretty impressive last <laughs> it, night. It was. Dodgers-Indians, decent series yeah, there. Yeah, not bad. Kluber starting tonight for the Indians. Mm-hmm. Maybe worth uh, keeping I, an eye I on. Might it. have to sample that. Got Milwaukee-St. Louis. Yeah. And then uh, late-night Yankees-Angels. It's yeah, uh, been it, entertaining you, late at night. I
1: told you, if they're, if Major League Baseball, if they're not carrying the game, uh, the Yankee-Angels game, mm-hmm. and they're doing the whip around, um, um, every time Judge comes up, they generally go to that. Yeah. So I will probably try to be right there with them. Yep. Just because I... I'm, I'm. Now that you mentioned the fact, is he flash in the pan, just red hot, or is he a guy that is going to be able to sustain and be the next great star?
3: Also had Phil Steele on today. If you missed that, any portion of the show, you right. can always see it on our podcast sure. page. Just go to 1700 KBGG. You can find the podcast link or just the Jimmy B and TC show link, and they are up there as well with all of our podcasts. That will do it for the show today, Jim. We got to go. You got to get out of here. Man, I got golf. Oh, golf today. Look at you. Yeah. Rock and roll lifestyle. Man's got to do what a man's got to do. Trent. We'll be back with you tomorrow at noon talking the world of sports. Jimmy B and TC right here on the Big Talker 1700.
0: 1700 KBGG is the Big Talker in Des Moines. With Jimmy B and TC. Noon to 3. Sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. Your Honor, I stand before you to prove that AT&T's two year price guarantee is the ultimate all included bundle experience. Order! I submit exhibit A. DirecTV select all-included package with over 145 channels. Exhibit B, monthly fees for Wi-Fi gateway, Genie HD DVR, and three additional receivers included. Objection! Overruled. Exhibit C, reliable high-speed Internet and digital home phone. Order! Order! TV, $180 for internet. Equipment, non-return, on and conditions supply. Call for details. Offerings 121.17. Looking good, Mr. King of the Hill. Mr. DXL Shopper Man. Mr. Sharp Dressing. Confidence oozing. Style swaggering fashion stud. Looking good. All the brands you love. Waist size 38 and up. DXL. You're looking good. This Father's Day, give Dad the perfect fitting move-with-you gift he can live in. What if there was a toy store for Dads? It would be called the Home Depot, where this Father's Day you can get him a new Weber Genesis 2 gas grill. Choose from two to six burners, multiple colors, and great prices starting at only $499. When it comes to great grilling, every dad deserves Weber. Doesn't yours? Be Dad's number one fan. With a new grill from America's number one Weber retailer, the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. While supplies last. Have you eaten here before? Nope.
6: Good morning, gentlemen. Can I share our specials with you? Sure. First, we have the seafood special. It's actually been sitting around here for a week. Then there's the cream of chicken soup. It's had no refrigeration since it was made yesterday. We're known around these parts for our food poisoning. What can I get you?
0: Yeah, don't think we can stay for lunch. Wouldn't it be great if you could be warned of life's risks? If you have diabetes, you can. There's a simple blood test called A1C that can
4: help measure your risk of complications from diabetes. Why is it important? Because more than 600 people every day...